reacting to President-elect Donald Trump's comments on the security of computers and emails, and his faith in the U.S. intelligence community. These stories coming up on the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. If you have something really important, write it out and have it delivered by courier the old-fashioned way. Because I'll tell you what, no computer is safe. I don't care what they say, no computer is safe. That's President-elect Donald Trump speaking to reporters at a New Year's Eve party held at Mar-a-Lago, the resort he owns in Palm Beach, Florida. Information security experts and policymakers agree with Trump that sending a handwritten message via a courier is significantly more secure than email and that virtually every computer connected to the internet is vulnerable to a breach. But Trump's solution isn't practical. If people stopped sending emails and limited their use of computers, our society as we know it would cease to function. His statement is in some sense technically correct as far as it goes, but it's really inappropriate for the overall context in which we actually have to work. That's Gene Spafford, a highly regarded computer scientist at Purdue University. How practical is Trump's courier solution? Here's a member of the House Intelligence and Armed Services Committee's Democratic Representative Jackie Speer of California speaking on MSNBC. He is no longer going to be in Trump Tower where he can hire a courier to run across town. I mean, this is a large country with um, you know, diplomatic uh, embassies all over the world. I mean, you can't courier information by uh, doves to Europe or Asia. The solution isn't to abandon email or computers, but to do a better job to minimize damaging breaches by executing a more thorough risk management process. Here's the Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper, testifying Thursday before the Senate Armed Services Committee. If there is any connection whatsoever with the Internet, there is an inherent security vulnerability, and we have to manage uh, the risk that is generated accordingly with full knowledge and, uh, of, of that fact. Purdue's Gene Spafford. We have to do things that have some element of risk. We do know how to minimize many risks if we apply the discipline and the funding and the resources. We don't do that as much as we should, and I think that whole issue is beyond his understanding um, and is beyond the understanding of actually many computing system managers. They operate with very limited budgets and very limited sight as to what they can do. Besides being a full professor in computer science, Spafford has a courtesy appointment as a political science professor at Purdue, and he sees Trump's comment more about politics than cybersecurity. What underlies his statement is he does not want to give any credence at all to the idea that there was any influence in the election. As best as I can tell, and I think others have come to the same conclusion looking at his statements over time, anything that would in any sense detract from what he views as a, as a great victory is to be avoided and to be insulted or to be quashed in some way. This is why he not only uh, is attempting to... to uh, minimize the idea of the Russians perhaps having an influence in the election, but why he's been uh, effectively ridiculing the intelligence community and minimizing them. Before and after the election, Trump has repeatedly questioned the validity of the intelligence community's conclusions that the Kremlin was behind the hacks of the Democratic National Committee and the emails of Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, John Podesta. Those leaks proved embarrassing to the Democratic candidate, and some observers believe they could have swayed some voters not to back Clinton. 
Speaking to reporters earlier this week, Vice President-elect Mike Pence came to Trump's defense. The president-elect has expressed his very sincere and healthy American skepticism uh, about intelligence conclusions. Being skeptical is a good trait. Even the leaders of America's intelligence agencies say so, and they encourage it. But disparaging their work is something different. We'll be back in a moment to hear how the leaders of the U.S. intelligence community respond to Trump's attacks. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Before we get to the intelligence community's reaction to Trump's criticism of their assessment that Russia directed the DNC hack, some background. On October 7th, the Director of National Intelligence and the Secretary of Homeland Security issued a statement blaming the Russian government for the DNC hack. Two days later, Trump, in a debate with Hillary Clinton, dismissed that assessment, saying there is a propensity to blame Russia for any type of online hacking. I don't think anybody knows it was Russia that broke into the DNC. She's saying Russia, 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 but I don't, maybe it was. I mean, it could be Russia, but it could also be China. It could also be lots of other people. It also could be somebody sitting on their bed that weighs 400 pounds, okay? You don't know who broke in to DNC. President Barack Obama, meanwhile, ordered the intelligence community to conduct a thorough investigation of the DNC hack and report back to him before he leaves office on January 20th. That report is expected to be released the week of January 9th. On December 27th, Obama announced sanctions against Russia for the DNC hack, including the expulsion of 35 Russian operatives working in the United States, a move that Trump could reverse after he takes the oath of office. In unveiling the sanctions, the Department of Homeland Security and FBI issued a joint analysis report that provides technical details on how they say the Russians conducted the hack. Many cybersecurity experts say the report helps defend the intelligence community's conclusion that indeed the Kremlin was behind the cyber attacks. Other security experts remain skeptical, saying though it's possible that the Russian government was involved, the report failed to provide a smoking gun showing definitively that Russia was responsible. Here's Stanford University cybersecurity and attribution expert Herbert Lin. Skeptics will tell me, well, they haven't made their case in public. Well, maybe that's true. If you just look at what has been made public, I'm willing to say to people that, yeah, I can understand why you would say that. But Lin says the intelligence community could have classified information unavailable to the public that provides more definitive proof that Russia directed the hack. So the public information tells only part of the story. But that doesn't mean that they're wrong, and it doesn't mean that they haven't done a responsible job. Still, Trump continues his attacks on the intelligence community. Late Thursday, he tweeted, the DNC would not allow the FBI to study or see its computer info after it was supposedly hacked by Russia. Trump continues, so how are they, the FBI, so sure about the hacking if they never even requested an examination of the computer server? Trump asks, what's going on? The news site BuzzFeed reports that the FBI never requested to analyze DNC computers because the Bureau instead relied on the computer forensics from the security firm CrowdStrike that the DNC hired to probe the intrusion. An intelligence official told BuzzFeed that CrowdStrike does very good work and there was no reason to believe its conclusions of the Russians being behind the hack were not accurate. It's such tweets from Trump that disturb the leaders of intelligence agencies. Here's an exchange between Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill of Missouri and National Intelligence Director James Clapper at Thursday's Senate Armed Services Committee hearing on the threat posed by nation-state hackers. So let's talk about who benefits from a president-elect trashing the intelligence community. 
Who benefits from that, Director Clapper? The American people, um, them losing confidence in the intelligence community and the work of the intelligence community. Who actually is the benefactor of someone who is about to become commander-in-chief trashing the intelligence community? I think there is an important distinction here between uh, healthy skepticism, which policymakers, to include policymaker number one, uh, should always have for intelligence, but I think there's a difference between um, skepticism and uh, disparagement. And I assume that the biggest benefactors of the American people having less confidence in the intelligence community are, in fact, the actors you have named today, Iran, North Korea, China, Russia, and ISIS. The intelligence community is uh, not perfect. Uh, we are an organization of human beings, and we're prone sometimes to make uh, errors. I, I don't think uh, the intelligence community gets the credit it's due for um, what it does day in and day out to keep this nation safe and secure and the number of plots, until, just one example, terrorist plots that have been thwarted, both those fo focused on this country and other countries. The relentless critique of the intelligence community by the president-elect could have an adverse impact on the morale of the thousands of individuals working for U.S. intelligence services. Here's National Security Agency Director Admiral Mike Rogers testifying at Thursday's Senate hearing. I don't want to lose good, motivated people who want to help serve this nation because they feel they're not generating value to help that nation. And I'm the first to acknowledge there's room for a wide range of opinions of the yeah. results we generate. We don't question that for one minute. And every intelligence professional knows that. I have had plenty of times in my career when I have presented my intelligence analysis to commanders and policymakers, and they just looked at me and said, hey, Mike, thanks, but that's not the way I see it, or you're going to have to sell me on this. That doesn't bother any of us. What we do, I think, is relevant, and we realize that what we do is in no small part driven in part by the confidence of our leaders in what we do. And without that confidence, I'm, I just don't want a situation where our workforce decides to walk, because I think that really is not a good place for us to be. For the moment, Trump seems to have more confidence in the opinion of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange than he does in the intelligence community. WikiLeaks published the emails from the hacked DNC computers, but Assange contends he did not get the leaked documents from the Russian government. Committee Chairman John McCain of Arizona was skeptical and didn't hide his displeasure with Assange. On Tuesday, Trump tweeted, Julian Assange said a 14-year-old could have hacked Podesta. Why was DNC so careless? Trump's tweet continued. Also said Russians did not give him the info. And on Thursday, Trump tweeted, The dishonest media likes saying that I am in agreement with Julian Assange. Wrong. I simply state what he states. It is for the people to make up their own minds. As to the truth, the media lies to make it look like I'm against intelligence, when in fact, I am a big fan. On Friday, Clapper and other intel officials will brief Trump on the DNC breach. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina asked Clapper if he was ready for his face-to-face -face meeting with the president-elect. The bottom line is you're going to be challenged tomorrow by the president-elect. Are you okay with being challenged? Absolutely. Do you both welcome it? We do. Do you think it's appropriate? We do. Are you ready for the task? <laughs> I think so. Good. Moments later, Graham added, I want to let the president-elect know that it's okay to challenge the intel. You're absolutely right to want to do so. But what I don't want you to do is undermine those who are serving our nation in this arena until you're absolutely sure they need to be undermined. And I think they need to be uplifted, not undermined. 
That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.